0: Welcome to Book Pile Banter. This is Amberlee with Sarah and Kim. And today we are discussing The Daughter of Dr. Moreau, which was written by Sylvia Moreno-Garcia in 2022 via Del Rey. Uh, Sylvia is a Mexican-Canadian author who we've previously featured with Mexican Gothic and happens to be one of my favorite authors, who specializes in, it's not quite horror, but uncanny twisting of iconic story types whether it be film noir or um stuff i yeah i don't i don't <laughs> i can't articulate stuff that was that was uh i don't know how to explain it is she just like she's done vampires she's done um spy books but like she does it in this mexican uncanny twist to it so the plot for this one is in toon Carlotta has grown up in an oasis where her father has experimented on animals to make hybrid workers. However, as she matures, outsiders arrive and the reality of her life is shattered. So, this is obviously, obviously based off of the island of Dr. Moreau. That was her, uh, the author's original inspiration. And the first topic that we'll be discussing is the plot which I think Sarah has not read The Island of Doctor Moreau. No, but are you familiar with like the premise behind it? I mean,
1: vaguely. I knew about vaguely. like weird hybrid animals or or okay. animal experiments, something like that. And um, okay, that's about it. Never cared to
0: know more. Okay, so for anyone who doesn't know it's by hg wells who is considered the father of science fiction and the island of dr moreau was his second title um and the premise behind it is there is a castaway who arrives on an island in the pacific where he discovers that a french doctor has been experimenting on animals to create human hybrids um It also has massive socialist connotations to it because H.G. Wells was a huge socialist and talking about humanity and political things. So uh, it does have, obviously, from the main book, uh, Montgomery is a character and Moreau is a character in the original. I think some of the animals, but I'm not sure because I didn't get to finish my reread of it. So, Kim, what did you think of the plot for the daughter of Dr. Moreau?
2: um i i liked it it was um i had a weird experience because i listened to it and read it at the same time um and i had a weird experience of the um narrator was very good with um accents and the hispanic accent and the french accent and it all combined into one book was just making my mind just explode every once in a while um so that was weird for me
0: and then it it was kind of weird because i listened to the audiobook too and so moreau had a french accent um eduardo had a mexican accent and then carlotta had a weird like hybrid of the two with just a hint of montgomery's english accent um so she didn't quite sound like her accent was a little weird
1: (laughs) yeah yeah
0: so but what did
2: but what did i think of the plot um yeah i thought it was an interesting i i'm not a particular fan of um writers who carry on from classic literature
0: um okay. i don't know that
2: if island of dr Moreau would be considered classic literature but um so i'm not a yes. particular fan of this thing this type of uh plan or whatever oh jesus it is clearly one thirty in the morning for me um <laughs> i'm not a particular fan of, of doing that and you're not and a huge I, on retellings yeah or in this wouldn't even be a retelling it would be a, a follow-on because it's not retelling the island of dr Moreau. no no it's, re-
0: it's it's it is retelling because it's it's not supposed to pick up where the island of dr Moreau left off it's a reimagining but but it's, it's
1: kind of like a Monroe fanfic but with a... some original characters
0: right. okay yeah
1: yeah thank
2: you sarah for defending me um <laughs> um so i i'm not a particular fan of this As far as this particular plot, if I take it out of the Island of Dr. Moreau, which I didn't finish the read of it, so I have not finished Island of Dr. Moreau. I'm going to. um, I thought it was an interesting story. I thought it was a little bit basic, um, meaning, I don't know, I figured everything out really quickly. There There was not a surprise in the story for me at all.
0: I don't um, think there was supposed to be a surprise. You don't think it wasn't meant to be surprising and shocking that she was a hybrid? No, no, because the entire time when I, because this was a reread for me. The first time I read it, I was like, oh, she is a hybrid. And then I was like, oh, maybe she passes really well. I'm like, no. So for me, it was more the intent wasn't ever to surprise you that she was a hybrid, but to question what constitutes humanity. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously, it's meant, it's trying to. So she, so she was always in my it. mind going to be a hybrid. <laughs> Sarah, you're, you're, you're making a face. What, what did you, did it, like, what were your thoughts?
1: I thought it's like on the plot.
0: Yeah. Well, and the, the whole, was it surprising and stuff? I mean, we have predictability later, but.
1: I mean, I think it was not supposed to be obvious, but it was very obvious, like, okay, straight from the get go. Um, And Kim, as Kim said, I would agree, I feel it was very basic, in addition to being transparent, and kind of boring.
0: Okay, okay. Any other thoughts I, on I, the plot for you, Kim?
2: Even the thing where, you know, w- you know, the kind of love triangle that was mm-hmm. kind of there, but not really there. Um, Well, one, I found out creepy, because Edward, no, the, Montgomery. Um, Montgomery was like ancient compared to her
0: and he was so only I, 10 years older than her 15 i, I thought 30s he was in his 30s and she was in her 20s if i remember correctly he by the time it time jumped when he when met, he met her. her and she was yeah, and she no made, he was in yeah. he was 29 when he met her oh i'm sorry 29 <laughs> compared to 15 older
1: older
2: men creeping on young women is just a thing that has to end it it needs 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 to end as long as we keep doing this in literature and as long as we 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 get these creepy old men that keep thinking it's okay to marry a 15 year old or get her pregnant so that they can you know force this situation around um sorry i don't think political here literature i was gonna
1: it actually causes that and it some does, people just enjoy it, that dynamic it
2: doesn't cause it it makes it commonplace in not
0: yeah no it makes it okay well, in society if we we
2: will part of literature it you know
0: it continues (laughs) well are you montgomery's intent in main characters okay um anyway so okay so that's
2: aspect of it creepy as fuck but anyway
0: okay okay (laughs) so unlike the two of you i love this book i love it that it's how do i explain this is it a basic story yes But I think part of that is because the island of Dr. Moreau is so iconic. Like, everyone knows the island, like, have seen references to the island of Dr. Moreau. TV shows reference it all the time. Star Trek has used it. Uh, Simpsons has used it. Like, Like, the whole notion of a man on an island creating hybrids is so well known. That going into this, there was no way for it to reference being the doctor More- of Dr. Moreau without like it just being known. And part of that was being, oh, Carlotta is clearly going to be a hybrid in what capacity? I wasn't sure until it finally was like, oh, yeah, she was born of a, a woman. Um, but again, I feel like that was supposed to be obvious. I think what is supposed to make this different is the setting which is in mexico and watching how the social ramifications of the setting affects the story uh particularly given hg wells own attempts to make commentary on society uh to then turn around and make a mexican commentary on society using dr moreau i just
2: thought was he didn't Make that reference the right. This writer did. Um, he
0: he made other references. He's definitely I, in the I original. I, I I'm not disputing
2: that. I was just clarifying okay. in the way you said the, the way you constructed your sentence. That's all I was. Okay.
0: Doing. Um, no. h G l said it on an unknown island in the Pacific, not in Mexico. She said it in Mexico. Yeah. So, I enjoyed this, but I enjoy her works. They're not. And I will say, I mean, this was slower it definitely has a slower pace and there's some some elements of it that are not perfect bless you sarah not that anyone heard you sneeze um oh, you. i <laughs> knew for yeah, a reason <laughs>
1: uh
0: so you know i i loved the plot i i enjoyed it i enjoyed watching it unravel i enjoyed seeing the hybrids being given more humanity than in the original one um so yeah okay now that I clearly have you guys' attention as you are looking at your phones... I'm pulling up the
2: chart. Oh, okay. I've That's fine. away. I couldn't print the chart. I couldn't see the bottom of
0: it. So the chart is on our website for anyone who's wondering. It's down below. It's Kate's Guide to the 10-Point Rating System. That is what Sarah is going to use, and I guess we are too, um, to make her thingy so who would like to go first kim sarah, what would you rate this oh sarah what would you like to rate this four four okay uh we actually let's see. actually
1: hmm Torn. was your 3.5 ne- i'm gonna do 3.5 oh wow my reaction to the plot was kind of negative like not extremely negative but definitely slightly like i just yeah
0: okay so the net reaction was negative uh what about you kim um oh
2: my god that's just distracting um of the plot
0: six six okay i give it based off of our new fangled Chart 7. It's good, but it did not, like, blow me away. (laughs) In terms of plot. Okay, so then we have main characters. I picture the main characters being Montgomery and Carlotta. Is there anyone else that you guys would... Everyone else is secondary? Okay, so let's... I'm going to defend Montgomery here. Um, was it like the was there clearly an age gap? Yes. However, I took it not as like. Was it kind of romantic triangle-ish? I guess, but I almost saw it as like, oh frack, what's his name in Game of Thrones? The older knight who kind of falls in love with Daenerys, but doesn't ever like end up with her yeah i don't remember his name but
2: i know who you're talking about
0: yeah it kind of makes me think of that where montgomery he wasn't trying to chase her he wasn't trying to necessarily like get in her pants but he did care about her and he could see where he was falling in love with her um and so he went out of his way to protect her but I don't feel like he was like hypersexualized. like he was just trying to get with the younger person. I think it was close proximity and they proximity and they got to know each other. Um, uh, do I hope that one day he returns and they just get to grow old together? Yes, uh, does that need to be right now? No, let let Carlotta figure out what it means to be herself outside of her father's company now that he's gone. Um, and I like Montgomery. I think he is interesting being english but having all of his issues and yet almost outsiderish in terms of everybody else is of spanish descent or french and montgomery's just kind of there taking care of the creatures <laughs> um so i liked montgomery what about you guys
2: i actually really like the character other than the the creepy st- subplot of romance or father figure attraction or whatever you want to call attraction. it attraction it, it was it was it was weird okay
0: but you um, liked montgomery
2: but his character i thought was nicely flawed um aware of its own it being the character aware of its own mm-hmm. flaws um knew how to manage them knew how to how to work with them and work around them and yet still succumb to them um but so yeah i mean as a basic as a character i i like montgomery i i just found the whole obsession yes, he, with the teenager thing. the romantic
0: too. subplot bothers you okay now hey, i'm getting out of romance i didn't like yeah. the obsession okay now I'm kind of curious because obviously Sarah hasn't read the original. and you've started the original. What do you think of these subtle changes that were made to Montgomery to almost modernize him? even though it's it's historical
2: How is Mon- How is Montgomery in the original?
0: He is the guy who actually takes care of the narrator in it when he is pulled out from the ocean. And then he is there, kind of overseeing the animals for, um. Moreau. But
2: he's not meant to be Montgomery. He's just another major, oh, Do- major, major domo, or right, major domo. That's what they
0: call him. Mayor domo, domo. but that's that's a that's a Spanish term. Um, but yes, they, they're both Montgomery. They're both called Montgomery, and it is a nod to that original character and his weird, like half connection to the hybrids in the original story. Um. And he's said to have left England.
2: I didn't get into the original Montgomery that far, because I didn't get very far into Island of Dr. Oh, Moreau okay. Because life got okay. in the way. Um, but, uh, yeah, again, that gets into whether this is a, a, a retelling, a changing of Island of Dr. Moreau, or if it's a continuation of the story. Um, okay. And I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't really see this as a continu or a, a retelling, but anyway, go ahead.
0: Okay. What about you, Sarah? What'd you think of Montgomery? Um
1: Montgomery, I suppose what's my favorite of the characters? Um I wouldn't say that I really liked him. Um in the sense that, like, I didn't have any investment in what happened yeah. to him. Like, it's like, whatever happens, happens. I don't really care. But he was the character that I, like, respected and enjoyed the perspective of the most and felt was, like, a rational human. Was doing the best you he could. You like your situation. human's rational. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I I was not a fan of his weird interest in Carlotta because I mean it's not so much the age gap that bothers me it's just the fact that he knew her as like a young teenager and saw her grow up so that kind of puts him in my mind in like more of a familial space than mm-hmm. like a romantic partner kind of you know yeah, not category so that part yeah was not a fan of um but since it was not like played up as like you know the main romance of the book just something that was happening in the background it it didn't um detract from its character too much uh if they had if she had turned this into like an actual full-blown like love triangle where it was the focus of the story I would have been just (sighs) I would have had a much harder time getting through this book
0: I will say well I I liked how it was used to explain montgomery's choices because he was still so infatuated with his ex-wife and as that infatuation starts to shift it governs like the choices he makes it explains why he does things when they're not logical
2: because i was just about ready to talk about that exact same thing but i was going to take it from an absolutely negative point of view because i'm like he clearly has an obsessive personality He's an alcoholic. He's mm-hmm. obsessed with his 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 dead wife or no, no his dead sister, wife his ex-wife yeah. and and Carlotta. Yeah. And he 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 has an addictive personality to the core and um yeah. Which in a handle the, on that problem.
0: In the original story it's just said that he had an issue in England that forced him to leave, which is why he was in exile on the island with Dr. Moreau. Because he could not go back to England, um, and it's left vague by Wells as to what that is. So I thought this was kind of a nice way to explain it. It is that his addictions have led him to this isolation because he doesn't, he can't function in normal society, because um, he gets himself into large debts and hyperfixates on the wrong people. So I liked it, even if Kim didn't. Uh, did you have any other thoughts on Montgomery, Sarah? Mm, no, I don't think so. Okay. What do you think of Carlotta? you asking me? Yes. Oh, <laughs> oh man. My she Lord. just
1: rolled her eyes massively. I could not stand Carlotta. I could not stand her. Could not stand her. That is just the beginning and the end of that. I just she okay. was so i understand why she would be stupidly naive it is it makes sense it is logical that does not make her any more bearable as a character as she just blindly blunders through all these idiotic choices um like a naive little fool and i did not like her i just didn't like her the end okay
2: kim uh not a fan either um i just i wanted to to just shake her and say good god you keep talking about how you don't trust your father but you love your father and you're gonna do whatever he says you to do because you're a meek little girl and again i understand she was probably on laudanum 24 hours a day seven days a week or whatever it is that he was drugging her with um, morphine, the whole group of them, morphine, yeah, whatever. Very,
1: although she didn't, whatever. it sounded like she didn't get the treatments as much when she was growing up. It sounded like she
0: kind of moved away from that as a child. He
2: implied that, but then he also talked about um, he being he Montgomery
0: weekly injections, she still was getting the weekly injections. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. she
2: just wasn't having as she got older, she was having fewer and fewer problems. Um, but yeah, she. she just kept making stupid decisions, and I'm just like, God, you know, once you've made one stupid decision, you should kind of step back and and think about why it is you're making just stupid decisions. And the fact that she goes off into the jungle with just because the guy's got green eyes, it's she's like she's seeing something unique for the first time in her entire life. so she falls head over heels in love with him. and and I mean, she's, she's at the end of this still talking about how she's in love with this guy who tried to murder her and and i'm just like oh my god child grow up um which didn't help the whole obsessive thing because it just made her seem very very young even though she was well, well she hadn't reached maturity she wasn't 21 yeah. she couldn't inherit yet but yeah. uh so she she was only 20 still but yeah, yeah she, she was painfully naive
0: Painfully naive. So I did not hate Carlotta. <laughs> I surprise. I <laughs> thought Carlotta was an interesting examination of the struggle of being female at that time and nature versus expectation. Cause nature, she just wanted to be out at the cenote. She just just wanted to, you know, exist. But society required her as a woman to act a certain way. And part of that was to be obedient, which was probably not at all by her nature. I mean, you think about her father's Dr. Moreau and he he does not fit into society. And then you have A mother who was taken from a whorehouse that we know nothing about and then you have the jaguar in her none of those things scream i am going to comply with society and so there's what she like innately wanted to be what they required of her and her trying to navigate it and i think by the end she hadn't gotten it perfected but i was impressed with her growth throughout all of it because in the end, she wasn't afraid to turn away from Eduardo once she realized he just wanted her as a mistress. Yes, Kim. You you
2: use the phrase "growth" throughout all of it. She did not grow until the last ten percent of this book. So there was all the same behavior, all the same behavior, and then suddenly she grew. Um, and then she grew in leaps and bounds. So I, I wouldn't call that growth throughout. Kind of like a personality
1: swap almost.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I I think if she had progressed in making better and better decisions as she moved along, then I would have said, yes, there, there's growth here. But there wasn't growth. There was, I keep making the same des- bad decisions. And I understand that this all happened in a, well, no, it didn't happen in a short period of time. It happened over a long period of time because we had years three of gap parts yeah. yeah yeah um i think we should have seen progression in her personality um throughout the book and i just don't really other than she suddenly became very sexually aware once she you know saw a man somewhat remotely naked um i think he took his shirt off and she was done um <laughs> so you know it, it yeah i i i argue with your assessment of that but okay know, That's fine. Obviously up to interpretation.
0: Okay. So then what is your rating for the main characters? Um, Kim. I'll go
2: with a six again.
0: Because
2: I I didn't hate Montgomery other than the obsessive thing.
0: But yeah. Okay. So a six again for Kim. Sarah.
1: So averaging the two scores between them, I got 4.5.
0: <laughs> okay, I I gave it a seven. Okay, now what about secondary characters?
1: They were definitely in there.
2: I
0: liked the kid,
1: the boy, Cachito oh, uh, or whatever his name was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked him. I was yeah. glad he didn't die. What's, What's going on, Kim? To?
2: I don't know. There's some weird like sound coming from outside. Like, <laughs> rawr, 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 <laughs> it's like someone like,
1: playing music on?
2: I don't know. It was creepy as fuck. Um, anyway.
1: <laughs> That's fine. It's only like what? Two o'clock for you?
2: Oh, yeah. it's a motorcycle. <laughs> oh. <laughs> There's a freeway the right sound. close to us. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it was re- they were revving funny and they were going oh. down a freeway and it's on the other side of some trees and stuff but so yeah okay yeah anyway i apologize i just interrupted the entire i didn't know what was i'm like there is a creep i know
0: i thought and you were one. about to reveal to us that there was a ghost or something i was like this no, is proof prim- no. we're gonna get proof um <laughs> okay so um, secondary no, characters kid, yeah
2: i thought the kid was great i i i enjoyed his character i I thought he developed because in the beginning he was just kind of a petulant child. And by the end he was ready to to lead the group. Um, Yes. And he was learning from Montgomery as he was going. And he was actively choosing to learn from Montgomery because he saw that. (laughs) He wasn't even in the
1: story that much.
0: He grew more. (laughs) but He did.
2: He did. He grew more. And yeah. So I really enjoyed him. Um, I liked that the hybrids got to come to the defense. Yes. Um, and they, it's probably they my favorite to, part. Yeah, they got to really rip some revenge into those. The one I can't say the names. Um uh Akahub? Yeah. Or, the one that had the bad teeth. The, uh, the fact yeah, Akahab Yeah, even though he died, he got to he got to really inflict some damage. And um, I got
0: to choose. I was so happy yeah. about his choice. Yep. Yep. Um, Sarah's looking at us like we're crazy. Were... Are you? No, I'm just listening. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
2: But I thought the secondary characters were the, the best part of this entire book.
0: Fair. I really like Lupe. Yes. And I like the fact that- I didn't like her that... as much
1: as Cachito, but yeah, she was she was pretty cool.
0: That's fair. I, I, liked, I liked the kind of sisterly bond and the recognition that sisters sometimes- stop like having that really like deep personal connection but that doesn't change that when your sister needs you you respond Mm -hmm. Um, and I was like man I can relate to that you just you hit a point in sisterhood where it's like yes we are sisters we are not the same person (laughs) we do not have the same ambitions and goals but push comes to shove I'm there um so I could relate to that a lot I think she was the character I could relate to the most any other secondary characters you guys want to talk about? I'm I'm trying to keep track of our time here. So, well, Sarah hasn't
2: talked about any yet. So,
0: Sarah, any characters? Well, she said she liked Kachito. I assume she didn't have anything yeah. else to say since she was indifferent about this book.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, the other characters were there. there okay. were other favorites. Eduardo was an ass. Um, Eduardo was not great. His cousin was even worse.
0: Cedro, I think, was it? Yeah, Isidro. That his name
1: yeah yeah he was a bitch um and there was Dr. um yep 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 that those were characters they were there they helped drive the plot but mm. no real feelings one way or another for most of them
0: so then what would you rate your secondary characters
1: uh, since Carlotta is not factoring in that one, actually goes up to a five point five.
0: Okay, Kim. I'll give him a seven and a half. Okay, I uh, I give him a seven and a half too. Okay, so then plausibility.
2: <laughs> oh Jesus. The only thing that I'll say is plausible in all of this is that you could disappear into the Yucatan. And, and the only reason why I say that is because that ending... Well, I don't know if you guys read the ending note where they talked about mm-hmm. the time frame and all of that. And yeah, the, the the, the They used to call yeah. the Yucatan Peninsula an island because it was so hard to get there. Um, yeah. So that was about the only part of it that even remotely came plausible. But this is not intended to be plausible. It's science fiction, fantasy, whatever you want to call it um but uh, yeah the fact that you could even conceive of hybridizing people and animals
1: without is- an understanding of chromosomes or dna yeah. and then also taking it out of an animal's womb and uh incubating it, in, it in like a tank yeah. in a situation that like they didn't even have refrigeration or anything so i don't even know how they're running these Things, um, yeah, yeah, that that was a drag the whole time on me.
0: So, what I'll say in terms of the plausibility is what we know about science now is as plausible. No, no, we know this isn't plausible. However, at the time that the original was made, vivisection original. I know, but but this author is honoring the original. You told you talked about how she was modernizing
1: Montgomery, but why can't she modernize the science?
0: I think she was trying well, to because she talks about the genomes and everything, and and was using a serum. So there was a a magic think, serum. They didn't a know what chromosomes serum. were. They were
1: just like granules. Like yeah. that's all they knew about the inheritance patterns was granules. Yes, but this
0: is set. Historically, back it's not present day.
1: Doesn't make it any more plausible.
0: Okay, <laughs> well, how are they splicing genomes if they don't even know what they're looking for? They're not splicing genomes. Well, they were splicing he, the he, animal traits. He was trying to do some weird, like hybrid breeding, which is not is not far about out of the realm considering how we like try to breed for particular traits in dogs. This is just blown up more so. Not breeding problems. Well, people, but. but you know what? That We're same comparison more was so. made
2: in the book, and I rolled my eyes hard then, too. There is a massive difference between breeding for trait and yes, creating trait. I know. It, it's just...
0: I mean, I think know. about it. We do use pigs' hearts in replacements of humans' hearts. Like... Is this an extreme that was of it? Still, the
1: pigs heart and, and then the recipients
0: obviously develop heart. pig traits. Yeah, yeah, yeah Ooh, but their I'm, nose grows into a little okay. snout. And but sorry, <laughs> but this is honoring the original work. And one of the things that was impressive was HG Wells was visualizing things well ahead of their time. He wrote in the late 1800s and was imagining vivisection being used to combine humans and animals in some capacity. He anticipated cars. He anticipated tablets, helicopters, nuclear bombs. I
2: am. We're not discussing H.G. Wells.
0: But H.G. Wells
2: was a genius writer.
0: But this is honoring that <laughs> concept. That that Yeah. And so I, I am okay with it not being as plausible because it's honoring something else. It's taking inspiration from another story and not trying to twist it. It It's called The Daughter of Dr. Moreau. It's, you know, not the daughter of the Yucatan. Not, you know, it, it was clearly saying, I took the island of Dr. Moreau and I've reimagined it for Mexico. And she wasn't trying to revolutionize the re- Dr. Moreau if, part. It's you can reimagine the
2: characters to be different, then you can reimagine the science. So I, I I I hear what you're saying.
1: Yeah. I just. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, it's like I do understand that it is just taking from Doctor the Island Doctor Moreau. So it's not like I was rolling my eyes. Yes, I would have been rolling my eyes if I'd been reading Doctor Moreau, Island. You know the original Island yeah. Doctor Moreau because that's not how science works. But. In the grand scheme of things, while I did find it ludicrous, it's not like that was what detracted from the story for me. But since we are evaluating plausibility, I am going to say it's a zero for me. Um, okay. You know,
0: I just. Sarah, Sarah is, is zero. a zero. <laughs> okay, Kim, what do you give plausibility?
2: So I'm going to give it a
0: five just because
2: I understand it's science fiction it's not meant to be real i just prefer my science fiction to hit harder into the science and less into the fiction um
0: okay so
2: but that's just my preference of how these types of stories should be written
0: now because of the chart i will give it a five i recognize that it is not cohesive at certain parts uh, i should but honestly I- probably give it a two based off of the chart
1: Okay, you opening okay. it to a two then? Yeah, I mean, I do not feel it was plausible at all, but it did not hurt me, and it, it <laughs> probably could have gotten worse. It probably could have gotten worse if she'd tried. It, so. Oh, it could,
0: it could have. I've seen other people try to do retellings on the island of Doctor Moreau, and oh boy,
1: oh boy. I mean, she could have just gone with straight like magic, like everyone yeah. was just a magician, and although. Would that have made more sense than trying to use real? I science think that would have I think it? that would have
0: gone more tempest and less the island of Dr. Moreau. Anyway, I haven't
1: read that either. Oh.
0: <laughs> well, okay. I'm, I'm
1: assuming that's a book. I'm not actually sure. It's a
0: play by Shakespeare. Oh
1: Shakespeare, yeah,
0: The Tempest. Oh, <laughs> um, and there's it, an so. island with a warlock and his human approximation. Uh So entity. is the island of Dr. Moreau just a
1: reimagining of the Tempest?
0: It might have been. It, it very, very well could have been. <laughs> Let's just keep piling it back. <laughs> okay, so our next topic is the ending. Sarah, what were your feelings on the ending?
1: Yay, it's over.
0: <laughs> That's I what believe. you were going to say. <laughs> Did you like <laughs> the cool. ending?
1: it was fine
0: i mean i was relieved
1: because for a moment there i thought that the author was just going to go the completely batshit route and just make carlotta turn into a jaguar and like just escape (laughs) into the jungle with the hybrids so i was glad that that was another factor on the plausibility scale that is another thing though that i wanted to complain about but i forgot is like how she could suddenly manifest these traits like claws like What yeah. will happen to her fingernails? They fall fair. out, or I think they, just, they just become transform? like Wolverine style, Wolverine. <laughs> and like her eyes changed color because you know that's yeah. something that can definitely happen. That's more of a fantasy novel aspect, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, she didn't go full jag- jaguar. So I was like, okay, it wasn't as ridiculous as it could have been. Um, Montgomery survived and Kachito survived, which were my like two requisites for not hating the book completely. So you know it. It was fine, I guess is okay, my thoughts. Kim,
0: your feelings on the ending?
2: So while it was well seated throughout the book that she would end up with riches, um, mm-hmm. i I found it annoying that she ended up with riches, so she could just
1: oh, I forgot about that detail. Yeah,
2: you know, so she could just end up with her own little sanctuary someplace else that you know montgomery's gonna conveniently find for her because he knows all about the rest of the world because he's the great white hope that wanders well he's the terrible great white hope but that's beside (laughs) the point um so that that was annoying to me but i knew as soon as he talked about how he had a rich brother and and he was you know not given his 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 inheritance because his brother refused to give it to him i knew she was going to end up with it um and then, as soon as he asked for the piece of paper and asked if Montgomery could write, essentially, <laughs> um, I knew that's what exactly what he was doing. He was writing the will, and so you know,
0: I love that he wanted to make sure Montgomery could actually write.
2: <laughs> Can you write? Can you poem? dictate, yeah,
0: dude? Yeah.
2: <laughs> Tell me. what. Yeah. Um, God, Moreau was an ass. He was. Um, God, he was awful. Um using the bible in all of the worst ways that all religious people use the bible Mm. that is original to
0: the original story is it yes oh that's covered in the original
2: one too yes in
0: the original story moreau used worship to control the hybrids but the hybrids but the hybrids and they make a nod to it with this with the donkey skull um in the original the hybrids misunderstood stood religion and like Kind of weren't worshiping the correct thing, <laughs> air quotes. Um, and they kind of like well, fall into God has, to, has to be
2: such an ethereal thing. It can't there there can't be any solidity to it. To Honestly, because people wouldn't wouldn't be able to focus in on well. in
0: one Wells was not religious. No, he was no, a socialist was a and an atheist, atheist. I believe yeah yeah um and so yeah and so he was making commentary on the sanity of of individuals towards religion um and so as the animals or the hybrids tried to gain religion and like properly fall into religion they actually became more animalistic um and that's what like it kind of like drives them at the end towards their like insanity um is because religion isn't working the way Moreau wants it to work to control them um and so in this they had the subtle nod of there was the religion and then there was the uh donkey skull <laughs> um so yeah but anyway that and, was you know, my
2: feelings on the ending was just it, it, you know it was kind of
0: yeah Easy
2: to anticipate. Knew it was going to come. Yeah. Disappointing.
0: I (laughs) I didn't mind the ending. But the big thing that I kind of liked about the ending is it did not feel like it was purely a happy ending. It was more they survived this situation and were going to recover. We weren't necessarily seeing the recovery. We were just being hinted at what the recovery is. You know, the animals still or the hybrids still had to be retrieved. Carlotta's still had the,
2: the obsessive man was just going to wait around until she matured enough to she could realize that she. no he
0: was him, going so. out to find the animals it, there was no implication that he was waiting for her yeah, just yeah. that he may come back and that she would accept him when he came back um that he'd always be welcome in her house not that they were necessarily romantically going to end up mm-hmm. together mm-hmm. um but it i liked that it was open-ended in terms of that, and that there was a chance that Carlotta was going to get her sanctuary. There was still kind of a hint that it maybe wasn't viable, but like the, the, the bricks were in place to build that house. Um, so yeah, I enjoyed the ending. I enjoyed the fact that Moreau got killed, died. Um, I enjoyed that the hybrids got to attack the Lizaldos. Um, like good on them I liked the implication of what the native people were doing and how it was reflected in what the hybrids were struggling with and I yeah I just liked it I liked it It it's such strong social commentary that it was an enjoyable ending so Kim what would you rate the ending
2: five five okay
0: Sarah Yeah, I'd probably go with 5.5. 5.5? Okay. I give it a 7. Okay. Mechanics.
2: She's a good writer. There's, you know, there's... and, And she can compose a story, and she doesn't grow things at the end. So, like I said, when, you know, when it came to the money, she seeded it, you know, so... Yeah. She she doesn't just throw things at you um and she doesn't put things out there that don't get resolved so she she's a solid writer um she's got a voice she's got a distinctive voice yes Um, yes and, and i did like she she described a lot of the environment really really beautifully there was a lot of the um just the little like even scene settings that were Mm -hmm. you know beautifully written she's a good writer she's a very good writer i just didn't particularly care for this story
0: so i'll say there was one mechanical thing that i did not love and it's towards the beginning and it kind of slowed the pace of the story down for me and that is the weird overlap of getting the same scene or portions of the same scene from both montgomery and carlotta in order to get both of their emotional takes on it um eventually she dropped out of it and the two were no longer overlapping as much that we needed both of their emotional like reactions to it but it really did slow it down a little bit so i think there was a little bit of a weakness in navigating the dual voices um however i will say i think this is the only book that i know of where she has two narrators um, I don't know that I've read any other books that she's done that has two narrators. So I think it might be that she just didn't quite know how to navigate that overlap as strongly as some of the other elements that she does. Uh, but at the same time, I will say, while I could hear her voice, I could also feel Wells's inspiration and word choice and setting in it as well. Like I, she married her voice with his very nicely. What
2: little Sarah, what about- I would agree with that.
0: Yeah. What about you, Sarah, with mechanics?
1: So for me, I would say, and I have only read two books by this author that I know of. um, Yeah. But to me, this was not a very good showing of her talent. Like this was not her best work. And reading this book, I would not really say, oh, she's a good writer. It's development wise, pacing, plot wise, it all felt kind of shallow and half-assed to me. Um, but I did read Mexican Gothic and that was a very good book. So it's like, I do know that she can write really well. She can write really good characters, especially when it is more of a, I feel like that one was just a more original storyline in general. Um, it, I could be wrong. She could have been inspired by something, but.
0: Well, I mean, she was inspired by Gothic work as a general. I think, um, I think what this one, what she really struggles with is she did a specific book. A lot of the times for other things, she's just got general concepts. Um, but I will say with her, because I've read a couple of her books now, I, I've read three, four, I've read four of them. I attempted a fifth, but I didn't finish the fifth because it was a spy thriller, um, in Mexico. And I just, I don't like spy thrillers. So that didn't hold my attention. And then I'm working on Silver Nitrate, I just purchased it. Um, but yeah, this one definitely has more of a constriction on the original story.
2: Well, I would argue she chose more of a constriction because we're yeah, you're know, talking about how she sh- there if she's gonna do a rewriting and not a continuation, um, then she could have she could have rewritten it and
0: yeah, and I will say tried to dive into the science rather than Mexican Gothic is by far my favorite. By far my favorite Mm -hmm. of hers. Um, There's Certain Dark Things is also pretty good because she plays around with vampires in that one. And it's kind of interesting and it's a shorter story. Um, But I agree with you, Sarah. Mexican Gothic is a stronger book from her. Did I read that one? Yes, we we did that one. No, we discussed it. You did not read it. You hadn't started reading yet. You missed out. So that was in the very beginning then. Of, yeah, of the, yeah, it's, it's the one with the mushrooms. The Raven
1: Boys trilogy was the only one she hadn't read.
0: No, she didn't. Martin read Mexican Gothic with us. Kim oh, didn't okay. read Mexican Gothic. Um, she hadn't so committed to reading yet.
2: Podcast because I haven't done a podcast with Martin on
0: it. Yes, you have. You have. You've done multiples of them. You may not have done Mexican okay. Gothic. Did he do, I do? I do. Messi- I think I was yeah. gone from
2: me- Mexican Gothic.
0: You were. You know. Now that I think about it, you were. Um, which is too bad. Mexican Gothic is really good.
1: Yeah, when you have some free time, you could read that one. <laughs> yeah,
0: you know,
2: all my free time.
0: That one is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, So I agree with you, Sarah, this that one's definitely stronger than this one. I like this one for what it does with Wells's work. But if you haven't read Wells, this probably comes off as i mean i've read
1: books by him but not this um that's what
0: i'm saying is if you've not read the island of dr moreau you're probably reading this I mean, like oh okay this feels cliche and not you like the subtle things that kind of connected over aren't going to be picked up on i don't think um okay so anything else about mechanics no okay sarah what is your rating for mechanics i guess five okay kim i'll go with six and a half and
1: i'll get a 7.5 okay what to see who who will have the lowest score if it'll be me or kim although i think it's gonna be me i think it's gonna be be you
0: you. okay (laughs) predictability Oh, this God. book is predictable like it oh. it's', it's Everything predictable. Is spelled out
1: <laughs> it is Every it element is that's introduced it's just like this is what's gonna happen, you know, and it's it's probably my oh, she doesn't know her mom <laughs> because she's a hybrid, like the minute he even mentioned that, <laughs> so which yeah. was like, yeah, the it's like okay,
2: I hate he had a previous daughter, but you know, this is his daughter, and, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, From a I, woman
1: that we don't know or haven't seen. Yeah. Sorry, Amberly, we keep cutting you off. I know.
0: <laughs> um, I think it is predictable. It is very predictable. Um, I think. I think a choice was made whether to make social commentary or have an unpredictable story, and I think the social commentary was stronger focus as opposed to. Or the historical commentary was the stronger focus as opposed to the predictability of the story. And so yeah, it does suffer from we all know how the island of Dr. Moreau turns out. The hybrids eventually rebel, so on and oh, so spoiler forth. Spoiler alert, Jesus Christ. I not ah, read it. Really, Sarah? All you all didn't know years? the hybrids rebelled?
2: And you I mean, can get so it.
0: Free? Um <laughs> Yeah, you can read it for free. It's online. Uh uh getty Gutenberg Project. I read um, this
1: one, so I'm sure I know everything.
0: Eh, yes, ish.
2: Um, except for I think they're. Well, I don't know about the hybrids in in Island of Doctor Moreau, but all the main characters are male and white in Island of Doctor Moreau.
0: So. Yes. <laughs> um, it is a and- product of its time. And there is a slightly weird, and I'm not sure what Wells was trying to do with it, but there is a lot of language that refers to the monsters they' not the monsters the uh hybrids as like like at one point the word I highlighted it was Negro was used in there um, mm. and the descriptions imply like not the most satisfying descriptions of pacific islander people um as the nod and other individuals who are used as slavery um you know there's just got to be an acknowledgement that h.g wells was
2: a racist but that's no no no
0: no 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 no
2: no, i was gonna say i looked into my h.g
0: wells also he's a racist anyway go ahead. okay i was gonna say however it could be argued that he was writing the book that we should not treat people that way um so, yeah, Kim said that he was a racist. So,
2: I <laughs> said he was a racist. So, we'll I'm nearly positive he was. I,
0: okay, let's see here. Yep.
1: Oh, Amber let's and I see. are pulling we're, out our books. You've activated okay. research mode.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I read something I don't even know. Political views of H.G. Wells. All right, let's get out of just a see. second.
0: <laughs>
1: just a second kim just a
0: second okay so the primary thing that comes up is that uh wells was no respecter of any kind of nationalism he opposed the fascist nationalists in the 1930s europe but was less than kind to anyone who placed hope in nationalism this included the jewish people who espoused a national homeland called israel for their people um So he was anti Semitic, possibly. Um
2: let's, let's just cut to the end and say he was a product product of his time.
0: I yeah, mean, oh yeah. He was
2: Except thinking of
1: like HP Lovecraft, because wasn't that guy like super racist? HP Lovecraft no. was super yes. racist.
2: HG Wells also had his problems with race.
0: <laughs> yes. Um part of the problem is is HG Wells was socialist with communist leanings. Um. So he suffers from the Venn diagram of socialism and communism intersecting and how one should treat others uh, while still being revolutionary in how he visualized science and became very political later in his life. Anyways, <laughs> I can't remember what topic we were discussing. Predictability. Predictability. It was predictable. Uh, unequivocally. So. I didn't hate the predictability, but it was predictable. Um, You guys clearly did not like the predictability.
1: I mean, it was very predictable, which made it boring. Okay. Um, and then you talk about how, like, she favored, like, social commentary or historical commentary. But honestly, to me, a lot of that just felt kind of thrown in and not very developed, Um, which was I didn't really care about one way or another. But it just kind of felt like she was thrown in this stuff to make it seem more give it more depth than what it actually had i just i don't know i just feel like the whole thing again was kind of underbaked so it didn't balance out it being too predictable for me
0: okay no that's totally fair particularly if when your comparison is mexican gothic where the more social commentary is stronger in combination with the plot there completely valid kim any other thoughts on predictability no because we're we're heading towards crunch time here okay kim rating for predictability
2: i'm gonna give it a four only because i feel like i'm contradicting myself when i say i liked the seeding um but the seeding in some ways had to do with predictability but there's so many authors that don't seed their hints i I could name a big one but we'll leave it at that um so i'm gonna give it a four uh, Sarah
0: wants to know who Wait, you're talking who it? about.
2: I'm talking about she who shall not be named.
0: Uh, oh, yes. Bitch. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. I
1: suspected, but I wasn't sure.
0: Yeah. Uh Sarah, what's your rating for predictability? Three. A three? Just okay.
1: Sucked.
0: Okay. I give it a five. I'm neutral on it. Alrighty. Then emotional reaction. Any thoughts on emotional reaction, or you guys just want to go straight to rating it? Somebody
2: tell me on the chart what I had zero emotional reaction to any of this other than I thought the one boy was, was
0: cool.
1: I mean, like, you could say your net reaction to this thing was not positive, but it also wasn't negative, which would put it at a four.
0: Four. Four? Okay. Let's see here. Oh, that's mine. I don't want to give it a four. Kim wants to give it a four. Sarah, what about you? I mean,
1: yeah, because the only real emotional reaction I had was again at the end when I was just kind of relieved to be done with the assignment. <laughs> um, but like, you know, also that it wasn't a complete train wreck, so I guess I would also say four.
0: Okay. I I give it a seven. I, I obviously was like, this is my second time reading it. I loved it enough the first time that I wanted to get a special edition from Waterstone. Um, i will probably happily reread it again and i was i had reactions to characters and like i was worried for them or i was happy for them or what have you so i had emotions to it so this is seven okay then readability sarah
1: it is indeed legible and largely cohesive um Mm-hmm. boring but not overly difficult treat my copy library copy great scent I <laughs> finished it like a week ago and every few days I'm just like oh I wish I was reading that book still because that was just it was a delight amazing
0: level of decomposition to
1: <laughs> newness ratio <laughs> I suppose um oh and then it, of course it has the plastic um binding because it was a hardcover, and so it has that nice yeah crackle when you manipulate the cover. very good tactic. Opening it up. (laughs) Yes. So the physicality of the book, good. Story wise, technically readable, just fine, not too dense to get through, um, but also not very rewarding to get through. So uh, do I have a number now or do I Yeah, go ahead and give
0: you your number. Shit.
1: Okay. Um This is the one where it doesn't really work super great on the chart. Um
0: just go rogue. Don't worry about the chart, just, just go with your instinct.
1: I'm just gonna go with a six.
0: Okay. That's higher than I thought you would give it. <laughs> so
2: I got I gotta I gotta diverge just slightly and I'll do it really quick. We're creating a library lover in our house because Amber now wraps books in the plastic. Her private books and Rex got a set of Gideon and hair of uh, the locked tombs because he wanted them desperately. Just, it's okay, Sarah, just let it go,
0: just read through and, it.
2: And Amber wrapped them in the plastic for him, and he was so giddily happy that it was going to be wrapped in the plastic so that he would have like library copy <laughs> level of, of the locked
0: Well, and, and part of it is because I had wrapped my Nona. And then I had gotten special editions of them and he really wanted to read them. And I was like, oh, well, you can just have my set of them because I have two sets of them and I don't need two sets of them. Um, and he's like, but the other two aren't wrapped like Nona. And I was like, OK, I can wrap the other two for you. So, yes, he was very excited to help me get them wrapped, get them taped, you know, make sure they were, you know, going to be in good condition. Um, and for those going, why are you wrapping your books? I I'd like to keep my dust jackets on my book. But I don't like my dust jackets to get ruined. Poor Sarah, every once in a while, returns a book, and I can tell <laughs> that something's happened to the dust jacket. Mine is funny
1: too because <laughs> I take the dust jacket off when I'm reading the book, so it just it either happens when it's in my car or yeah, when yeah. sitting immobile
2: in a static That's what I
0: do is I set
2: aside my dust jackets when I'm going to read.
0: Don't them. I like to read with the dust jacket on? I don't know why. Like I know most people like to remove <laughs> that's the dust way jacket. Too risky but it is. well and so i oh see i'm so careful with mine but now i wrap them because i want them to look nice i want to be able to lend them without risk um so i wrap I them book. what
2: i said lend i lend a book
0: i oh, yeah. i keep picturing should i wrap
2: my um my my one book i can't remember the name of it uh with, network uh, effect uh, Yeah, if I should wrap. Yeah.
0: No, 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 no. That's a nice. No, 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 no. No, Yeah. That that is like display. Never let others really touch it. Level book. That is that is special
2: edition. About about ten seconds, and then he's like, uh, 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 -uh, take this back. I don't. But he did say it was very (laughs) aesthetically pleasing as he was. Oh, tactile. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And Sarah's Um, in crunch time. So. Yep. Yep. Uh, him. What are we doing? Emotional reaction. Is it emotional no. reaction? No. Oh uh-uh,
1: readability. readability. Readability, sorry. Five. Good Five. Okay.
0: I give it. I give it a seven. And part of that is like. No, I give it an eight. It's easy to read. I'm happy to reread it. It's an eight for me. I don't know what I was thinking of style. I was my brain was already ahead on, oh, is on that our style. Next one? Yes, style is our last one. I think that's our last one, yeah. It is. That's why I just said it's our last one. (laughs) You know what? I'm going to give her an
2: eight for style. She, I, like I said, I liked the language usage in it, although it was weird for me. Um, I liked the descriptors. Um, I liked the setting, yeah.
0: Okay, Sarah.
1: I mean, honestly... I could kind of tell it was her book because I had read Mexican Gothic and I could kind of feel that, but this, I didn't get a whole lot of sense of style. I mean, I guess she did kind of write the setting. Yeah. Ish. I don't, I still don't feel like... No, I, the I setting's all hers.
0: I, yeah. But That's like, not, not from the original.
1: Yeah. No, I got that because obviously they do not take place in the same place at all. Yeah. But just like the setting as she represented it, I don't know. I just... Again, nothing really felt fully fleshed out to me. Um, and again, I I could kind of feel her style from Mexican Gothic, or her voice, I should say. Yeah. Kind of got that, but not a strong sense. Like, if, if I hadn't been told this was her book, I probably wouldn't have, like, in my mind, have connected those two. Um, so it just kind of felt more generic to me, and the style just wasn't really all that, ah, in your face sort of thing.
0: Okay. So what do you rate it?
1: Did Kim give her rating? Yes, she I did. did. Oh. Uh, I guess I will give it a five. Okay. No, actually, I'll give it a four. Because that's the one that's okay. more neutral.
0: Okay. I. I could feel her voice in this. However... I think it actually suffered for her voice. And the reason I say that is, as again, I've, as I mentioned, she does this where she takes a genre and she plays with it. And I think she constricted herself too much, constrained herself too much in this with her voice and trying to marry it with the original concept. Um, she has definitely had a bit more success with, like, because I think she's done H.P. Lovecraft, where she's reimagined his stuff you know, Mexican Gothic reimagines Gothic literature. She's done vampires. She's done, um, like, gods, but Mayan gods. Um, she's done, Silver Nitrate is supposed to be Hitchcock-like. Uh, I haven't had the chance to read it yet. And I think this is, this is one of those examples where she didn't, she didn't quite get it perfect. Um, But it still feels like her. It just didn't work to her advantage in this one as much as it does in some of the other ones. And so for that, I'm going to give it an eight. Which means... Let's see here. Oh, my score for this was 69. Nice. (laughs) Nice. Um, I'm in room 269. Oh, What?
2: I'm in room 269.
0: Oh, fun. Okay, so let's see. Here. Why is that?
2: Never mind. I don't
0: know. Um. Okay, so Sarah, you ended up giving it a forty-three, which is not your lowest book, but it is your second lowest rating. So this has been your second. I mean, favorite. I
1: told you the chart forces me to give more points than I probably would if I was just winging it. so No,
0: I think this one you probably still would have been. It still would have held its position between this and Luce. I, I think you liked this one better or were more neutral yeah. to this one. So um, for Kim, you gave it 57 points. So it is your third lowest one after Lucha and the darkness outside us. And then for me, I gave it, like I said, I said, like I said, I said, I said, I said 69 i gave it a 69 which actually makes it my third highest book um which again seems just about right and total overall this is our second lowest book at 169 in total oh nice yes so somehow the darkness outside of us got a higher rating (laughs) not quite sure how that happened (laughs) me yes (laughs) so that's where we're at our next book is going to be wild blood i said that right right yeah okay i keep wanting it to be wildwood because the author is blackwood and so my brain really struggles with this um i have not read that one yet so i'm really excited that one is set in jamaica and finishes up north america for us and yeah on any other final thoughts before i do our ending so sarah can leave
2: and i can go to bed
0: (laughs) go to bed (laughs) that's okay Okay. On that note, our intro and outro music is by Grant Newman and is called The Battle of the Nile from Epidemic Sound. Don't forget to like, rate, and subscribe to Book Pile Banter on Spotify, Amazon Music, iTunes, or whichever platform you listen to your podcasts. We'd love to hear from you on any of our social media platforms such as Instagram or TikTok. You can find us at book underscore pile underscore banter. You can also support us on bookshop.org. Our link is available via our social media. You can email us at bookpilebanter at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you.